there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Gents. Luke. Me. AKA Robbo. Yes. Hey Robbo. Yes. You had some bloody satanic ritualistic murders in the area lately since last week? Not that I'm aware of. Because I was uh, just cruising up to your domicile and uh, couldn't help but notice a massive bloody uh, pentagram sprayed onto the side of a phone box. I feel like these are things you should be telling me before we start recording so I can investigate for myself. And then what phone box? Uh, Telstra phone box on Moore Street. Then you know what the very... not give away this place where I live. And then you know what the very next thing I saw you was... You do live quite far away from Moore Street, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> the very next thing I saw, sneaky little bit of police tape. Really? Or like cancel abandoned hard rubbish tape. Okay. And the closer we got to here, yeah, bodies. <laughs> I just the fiery pit to the depths of hell. Yeah. As someone who studied the law enforcement guide to satanic crime, mm. I couldn't help but notice a few of the big warning signs that a satanic crime has gone down. That is a pentagram and police tape. In order to do that, to investigate, did you go and paint things yourself? <laughs> and you go, oh, here they are. <sighs> no. No murders that I know of, but if there were, you'll be the first to know. Hang on. What are we talking about this week, Robbo? We got it's a Cam special. Oh, don't pin it all. It's a Cam me. double feature, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. This is two of yours, Cam. We're gonna do Mothman, mm-hmm. which is a good one. I'm into Mothman. Yeah. And a couple of internet mysteries today. Ooh. The first one being Lake City Quiet Pills. And then And then uh Doesn't so we, really have a name yet? No, yeah, the other one doesn't really have a name. Let's talk about Lake City Quiet Pills first, though. Okay. All right, let's get that out of the way first. <laughs> you don't have, you don't seem to have hope in Lake yeah, City such Quiet Pills. Faith in your topics, Cam. And you have been like, oh, we should do this one for months. Yeah. All right, Cam. Come on then. It's sort of like a it's a semi infamous internet mystery. Mm. I did watch a video about it last night that really shook my faith in whether we should do anything about it. Cause it started off like Lake City Quiet Pills, 
was born on Reddit. That's how you know it's going to be extra mysterious. I saw it. Was that a podcast or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's and like, it, why is Reddit so much more mysterious? Is it because you can't see their hair under their little hats? <laughs> <laughs> I like how Cam's like, last night I was thinking maybe we shouldn't do this one. Yeah. Yet he left me all day today just trying to research something that I had no interest in. Yeah. yeah it's, I, it's a banger. It was probably about the time that he was thinking that was when I started researching it. I went, ugh. Gonna bed. <laughs> All right. So you could have. Anyway, what is it? Let's not rag on Cam anymore. No. So basically, it all begins a couple of years ago on Reddit. Yeah. Some guy jumps online uh, and posts a, uh, a death notice mm. that um the user the religion of peace, which by the way sounds like a massively dodgy username, isn't. That's what people like. That's the Islam is the religion of peace, and, and then like people will refer to it sarcastically as such. Yeah, every time there's a crime mm. involving Muslim people. Oh yeah, religion of peace. So that's strike one against this old bloke mm. who's who's died. Uh, strike two would be he, he was like the moderator of like the the real jailbait subreddit. Yes. So Wait. he wasn't even the moderator of just the regular jailbait over at. Reddit.com slash r slash real jailbait. They're like, we're sick of looking at pictures of teenage girls and then finding out they're 18. So we're for, sick of it. For people that I guess don't know, there was controversy about Reddit. I thought you were going to explain what jailbait is. <laughs> I think I'm going to a little, have to a little bit in this. Okay, go. Because it, it, like, it, one of the things that kind of got Reddit into the mainstream eye was there's all these dodgy subreddits because they didn't really control, like, you can sign up to Reddit and you can create your own subreddit. <laughs> and they didn't really moderate it unless it was completely horrible, like completely illegal. So jailbait, pictures of underage girls but fully clothed that, you know, might tempt you to like have sex with them and then go to jail, hence the term jailbait, was the one that kind of got made popular and then, hey, look what's going on on Reddit. It's basically a child porn thing. And then this guy <clears throat> didn't think that was risque enough. Yeah, he's <laughs> okay. like, I, w- I want the real jailbait. Don't edit that line into your techno track. <laughs> but uh, definitely don't cut reference to your often joked about off mic techno track. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was a moderator of that. So one day this guy comes on and he says, uh, the user of the religion of peace has died. He puts down this whole explanation about how he's given away his books to like the, the girl next door and he's given away this and that to like the VA, the Veterans Affairs Hospital. Because uh, he was supposed to be a veteran as well, yeah, right? he was some sort of – and the guy posting this, his persona was also that of a veteran. Mm. And he was like, this guy helped me out when I got back from Iraq or wherever. Anyway, uh, the other thing he mentions is that uh, this old guy had run this website, uh, which was called – I think it was that old guy's image hosting was the name of the website, which you could find, of course, at lakecityquietpills.com. It's a bit of a weird URL for an image hosting website. It sounds like an indie band. Mm. So uh, the that old guy's image hosting uh, amateur pornography mm-hmm. was uh, the order of the day. Mm. <laughs> Is the site still up? I don't think so. I didn't actually look, no. I no, know. I didn't look either. I didn't pop over to lakecityquietpills.com and see what's there. I've probably moved to a .net now. Now, there's 
All right, we'll get back to the, the red flags. But uh, what happens next is that uh, this guy posts this thing. He's like, he ran that website. He's dead. I've done this and that. Some people went and started looking through the code of the website, hmm. which every time I see this referred to, it's like, it was, I saw a reference like these code junkies. They love to go through the code of websites. It's like, do you mean that they <laughs> like opened up or well, right, right view click source. view source? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> view the source. They, they just they just can't get enough of it. Oh, fanging for a view source. They've gone and viewed the source, and then they found that like this, you know, a bit of commented out code, hmm. uh, which refer. It's like some sort of job listing. It looks like it's. Uh, they need like uh, some European women, some different ethnicities, people from different countries. It's all sort of referred to obliquely, I guess. Mm. Doesn't really make clear what it's about. Uh, there's a reference to no jobs in the Middle East. People see that and they, oh, that gets their danders up. Mm. Gets the curiosity juices flowing. And so they start looking into, you know, what could this be about? And then they all just, they're like, oh, they must be Hitman. Mm. Why must they be Hitman? I don't know. They're like the private security. Are they assassins? Are they mercenaries? What's going on? And then for some reason, they, someone a little bit later looks at the code again. They view source again. And there's a, a another, message. Another code junkie. Yeah. There's another message there. It's about a, a birthday party being organized at the Marriott Hotel in New York. They've booked out the 43rd floor and, um, you know, come along to this party in celebration of the old guy's life. And then that's it. But on the a little bit later they post uh, like the uh, the cost of the party, mm. like all the different party goods, party favours. I think there was some medical bills uh, and it comes out to like $90,000. Right. And so people are like, what could that mean? That's too expensive for a party. Just dumped on the internet wayback machine mm. and pumped in the site. I found that old guy's image host. Oh, do you, a, do you view the source of? Well, I don't know if I can do it on. I don't know if I can do it on my iPad. Braggy there. No, I don't think I can. Um, what's what's there? Is there is well, it? there's just a general notice. Sorry, but uploading is restricted to registered users. But there is a thing that says public gallery. Might not have been archived by the Wayback Machine. The image name. The image names are there, but it's like traffic, Greece, and there's like not much. Mm. A bunch of file names that don't have any meaning to them. So it's my understanding that that after they kind of discovered this, the file names and the uh, little messages in the source, mm. pretty much nothing else has been discovered. Yeah. Right. So there was like a, a big community sort of rose up. Yep. To investigate. Yeah. And then they didn't find anything else. And that was it. Right. Uh, the, the, there is a thing. So the, this party happened on a specific date. And uh, on that date, there was an assassination of a Mossad, uh, not a Mossad guy, of a, like a Hamas guy mm. by Mossad that involved like 30 different people were part of this hit squad where they ended up just like smothering him to death or something. Right. <laughs> they just, I think they just gave I'm, him a sneaky strangle. I'm, I'm picturing, uh, you know, how in movies we're like, Everyone just jumps and starts beating on one person. They all run it like that. Yeah, well, that, I think that's essentially what happened. And a guy died, so it's not make life. Well, he was, you know, he was probably a terrorist. Yeah, okay, no, fair point. 
But uh, you might remember this one. This was a, a bunch of people's passports were used by the people mm. who pulled it off, including Australians. So that's why it made the news here. Yeah. Uh, and so that happened on the exact same day. And so th- they're like, the theory goes 30 people, $100,000. Mm. Doesn't that make more sense than uh, spending $100,000 on a party? And to me that makes less sense. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, if I'm a like, hitman. If I'm buying 30 hitmen, yeah. even if some of them are just like logistics guys, like you've got the guy that does the... Yeah, you've got the guy in the van yeah. doing the computers. At least three guys in the van. Yeah. Um, you got someone taking care of the vents. Guy across the road reading a newspaper. Yeah. Need him. What's he getting? Five grand? Yeah. Whereas opposed to the guy actually doing the strangling. Yeah. 50 grand? What does a strangling cost these days? I don't know. But, like, mm. if I'm one of these, like, logistics guys, if I'm making stuff happen, if I'm the guy that stops security from going up to the thing, mm. wouldn't you be like, surely this requires more skill and thus more recompense than a... <laughs> I don't think that's the word. <laughs> thus more recompense yeah. than a sneaky uh, little strangle. Yeah. Which anyone could do. Which a caveman could do. Wait, so you're saying the lookout gets more money than the strangler? Like some monkey from the start of bloody the bloody space movie could strangle a bloke. Yeah. They can kill people yeah. with the help of an obelisk. Star Wars. No, the monkey movie. 2001. Yeah, 2001. A monkey from 2001, a space odyssey, the start of, can kill a bloke. Yeah. Surely the bloke from the end of 2001, a space odyssey, in the bloody ship with the Technicolor, <laughs> should be getting paid more than one of those monkeys. So, okay, I'm not sure about I agree with the pay scale, but let's well beside the point. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if you're saying if you're getting, uh, was it Mossad that did the hit? Yeah. If you're getting Mossad to do a hit, it's going to cost you more than $90,000. Well, the the way the theory goes is that, uh, yeah, well, that's true. I do agree with you there. This theory is that it wasn't Mossad doing the hit. It was like some private thing. So this is one of those rare theories where they're like, it wasn't the Jews, (laughs) even though it really clearly was Mossad. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. So they never found out what it was. No. Did they ever find out what Lake City Quiet Pills meant? Uh, yeah. Well, I think they they worked it out. So like a Lake City Quiet Pill is a bullet. Oh, I that's right. There's somewhere mm. called Lake City, I think, that has a- Lake City Munitions Plant. Yeah. It's a, the biggest manufacturer of bullets for the military in the US. So that's why they thought it was- Referring to bullets. Bullets, yeah. yeah. So Lake City Quiet Pills was- I name. think that might actually be a slang term for bullets. Yeah. And there was a, so one person involved had like on some forum had a signature that was like. Salty, you've just checked the site. You found yes. it, found some pornography. I found that this uh, LakeCityQuietPills.com was an image hosting site that uh, people guests could just host images on. Right. And it's full of pornography, mm-hmm. memes, Not and un- photos of pizza. Right. Not underage pornography. For no, no, record. no. Because you like, are on my Wi-Fi. Yeah. No, no, no. It's like it's legit. Okay. Looking. Uh, and pizza. And pizza. Could this be a Pizzagate connection? I think we just proved that Pizzagate is real. Yeah. Despite you saying that nothing was going to come of this. Right. Still going to stick to that. I'm not going to change my uh, story on that one. So, okay. Lake City Quiet Pills. Should we move on to a new newer internet mystery? Mm. This is hot off the presses. 
So I guess the, I think this has been called the Twitter voicemail mystery. Ooh. I saw a video about it called. Less of an indie band name, just more of a name. Yeah. yeah. So this guy went on Twitter and he posted up a voicemail that he'd received, which was like a, sounded like a numbers station. Mm. It was like a phonetic alphabet being read out. Recording. Alpha, Niner, Danger, Sixter. But uh, when you put Sixta? it all, Yeah. It's the official one. Don't look it up. Okay. Uh, when you put it all together, what did it say? Uh, SOS, Danger, or Danger, They're Not Human, SOS, something or and other. And a number. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it was on a loop. Yeah. So, like, that's, yeah. You, you got kind of got the start and the end and, you, yeah. Very mysterious. Then... He posted a, a DM he received from an just a random account mm. that had a message in uh, either Bahasa Indonesia or Bahasa Malay mm-hmm. telling him in one of those languages to delete the post. He also noted that a few nights before he'd spotted uh, people taking photographs of his house using flash photography. At like 3 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. Using flash photography, Luke. Why is he out? Yeah, he was out, right? He was on his way. He was arriving home. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, some internet sleuths get on the case, start sleuthing about. I think some of them find the numbers are a mobile phone number, but then they're also coordinates. Yeah. Coordinates in Malaysia, which this is kind of where a lot of people started hijacking it mm. and saying it's where the Malaysian plane MH370 was last seen. Yeah. And then there's a long thread about solar flares and the theory was that the black box recording from MH370 had got caught in a solar flare yep. and sent it to this dude's voicemail. Yes. Uh, that wasn't the case. Isn't it? Oh, I don't think so. Well, no, Robbo, sorry, just one second. Yeah. Don't cut this, but Robbo. Yeah. No, it wasn't the case. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> But that is like one of the leading theories. Yeah, yeah. Which just goes to show. Because that's not how black boxes work. That's not how solar flares work. Related to that as well, in that same region, people found like YouTube videos of like cryptids or or various beasts allegedly washing up on the shore in in that part of the world as well. Mm. It's kind of like a jungly, like the top of Malaysia, so not. Populated, yeah, and so not anywhere near where MH370. No, no, same country. Yeah, Uh, that's that's for sure. I mean, the plane had left the country before it went missing, but yeah, it's you know. um, Then there was another long post, like a lot of stuff happened about it, which is when I kind of dipped out. So there was because there was this account that posted the threat, and then people went and looked at that, and it had posted other like mysterious enigmatic messages. And so people were, like, following threads from them, turning numbers into things. Some account posted, like, some audio. Mm. that You listen to it and you're like, hang on a second. This sounds like it might have been reversed. You reverse it and it was audio from MH370. Right. So there's audio from they're talking to the control tower before it disappeared. That's mm. all publicly available. Yeah. And someone had just flipped it. The old reverse. But they cracked the code. They went down <laughs> to reverse it. Well, maybe it being reversed was the true code because we know that reverse speech 
lets us know the true messages. Yeah, they should have been trying to hear what was yeah, said yeah. instead of just being like, oh, I know what a reverse message sounds like. Yeah. So did it turn out to be, is my understanding that it turned out to be a, an ARG, an alternate reality game? Because uh, that's not the case? Oh, uh, it just had the, it had a bit of an argy look to it. So at one point, one of the accounts starts posting about Cicada mm. and referring to Cicada Reborn. So a few years ago, there was another internet mystery, which was there was like some website that had a code on it. Yeah. And you'd crack that code and then it'll lead you to a different code. And there are all these really complicated codes yeah. that you could follow from one to the other to the other to the other until you got to the end. And I don't know if the mystery of, I think some guy eventually cracked the whole thing. Yeah, I think a couple of people cracked it. And they were allegedly going to be, uh, as a result, accepted into the secret society or something, mm. the Cicada Society. So we just sit around going, <laughs> so it was one of those Good things. Cicada noise. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those things where, all right, it's either this secret puzzle society where they only take the best puzzlers, yeah, or these things sometimes get used by intelligence agencies to recruit people. Hmm. Uh, so this thing tried to make their thing look like, oh, this is. I think this was hijacking. I don't think this was the original people anymore. Right. But they tried to make it look like this was the next Cicada. But that was like you'd go to a website and there'd be a bunch of pictures on it and in one of the pictures when you like did a spectrographic analysis of it, there'd be like a code in it that you yeah. could crack and stuff and everything led on to something. It wasn't just people posting fucking numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Backwards audio. And like some of these codes being cracked, they're like, oh, it's, they've posted numbers. Let's just whack that into Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and here's the coordinate that it brings up. But it doesn't go anywhere. It's very um, much how conspiracies work now on the internet where as soon as anything happens, just everyone just floods all the information into Google and then finds anything that might be linked to anything else. Hmm. And they go, ah, we've got it. This is why Hillary Clinton is, you know, doing this because one person did this when I Google this. Um, and it just happens so quickly now. Yeah. Like within an hour of that voicemail being posted, it was like everywhere. So, yeah, the one theory is that a, solar flares caused the MH370's black box to go out. And the message, of course, is that... Uh, there was something inhuman on the pl- on the plane. Yeah. So the assum- the immediate assumption is, oh, it must be aliens. Mm. Not the obvious. There's a motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking snakes. plane. <laughs> <clears throat> it could be a time slip. So mm. like solar flare yeah. has hit MH370. Yeah. It's disappeared. Three or four years later. Yeah, solar flares again. It's still caught in that same solar flare situation. Yeah, you do a jump to the left, just step yeah. to the right. <laughs> Next minute, time walks back in. <laughs> now here's a conspiracy into this person's phone, a la lawnmower man. We've got yeah. a lawnmower man situation. Here's a conspiracy for you. Why did this guy have sixty-one unlistened to voicemails on his phone? Did you notice that in the initial video? I did not. He has an absolute a shed load of unlistened to voicemails now. Were they unlistened to or were they just not deleted? No, they had the little red. The little red button. The little oh, red mark. Really? Like, you see here, I've got 28 unread SMSs. Why do you have 28? <laughs> Are these all the SMSs I've been sending you? And 59,513 unread emails. Jeez. Oh, so the SMS thing doesn't sound so bad now, does it? Yeah. The other problem, I guess, with, with these kind of mysteries is 
Well, the problem for us is they're very hard to communicate back audibly. All right. You can cut that. No, I'm just like, for, for these kind of mysteries and it's kind of when I started to look at it, I'm like, how do we deconstruct this? And it's quite difficult to, right? I'll tell you what is not the way to uh, recount one of these is the video I watched last night, which was just recounting all of this very um, credulously. But... Uh, they got up to a bit and they started making the, the audio, everything started glitching and they tried to make it seem like uh, there was also some sort of hidden message coming through their video as well. Right. Like warning us of the, of the oncoming alien invasion. Whoa, that's pretty cool. But they did it uh, They did it really well. It gave me a little jolt. Ooh, should, it, we, should we do that? Oh, don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on either of these two? I got something that applies to both. Hmm. When I first saw this voicemail message, my immediate reaction was this is complete bullshit. Uh, and I did see someone worked out that if you just put those words, like the phonetic alphabet words, into your notes app and say, Siri, read this out, it sounds exactly the same. It's not from a black box recording. Yeah. It's just Siri. It's, that is not how black boxes work. It's really. just the laziest, yeah. <laughs> laziest shit ever. But like, also Lake City Quiet Pills, which has just assumed that there actually is something. Mm. Like the the common assumption is, okay, clearly something was going on. We don't know what it is. I was reading the message that this guy left about this guy dying, and I was like, this is so fake. <laughs> like everything about the way this is written just screams fake, fake, fake. Right. Well, heaps of people had also said like they'd read heaps of that guy's posts, and it sounded like a kid. It didn't sound like an 87-year-old man or however old it was. <laughs> like his posts were like using shortened words and like shitty spelling and stuff. Yeah, right. But like this guy. Ruffle. He's ruffling all over <laughs> the place. ruffling all over the place. The guy writing the obituary of the 87-year-old man, yeah. he's writing it like uh, Irvine Welsh book with like In weird. Scottish accent. Yeah. No, but with like if that was about the South, he's writing it with like the words spelt. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. if they're being said. It's the fakest thing yeah. ever. Come on, people. Oh, well. Then again, $100,000 for a party. Bloody hell of a party. Yeah. But then again, $100,000 for a 30-person hit squad. Seems a little low. All right. Mothman. It's a story of men... And moths. Yeah. And other things. 1966 to 1967. Yes. November 66 to December 67. So almost a full year of hot Mothman action. I thought it was a month. No, it was a year. Oh, okay. <laughs> For the people of Point Pleasant. Mm. In 66, some people started seeing the, the Mothman. Uh, okay. So I think the first sighting was some grave diggers. Yeah, which is kind of weird, right? Out yeah. digging some graves. Yeah. At night. Yeah. Like, already I'm like, oh, this just sounds made up. This is like 60s grave diggers too. They're probably using shovels. No yeah. bloody little mini cat, no, little, yeah, caterpillar. Yeah. What are they called? Diggers. Diggers. What are they called though? I think they are called diggers. What I are think they commonly known as though? Bobcats. Oh, yeah, little bobcat. Yeah. So... Dig a little grave, do a little bit of bobcat ballet. (laughs) (laughs) 
So they... Are they digging at night because, you know, they've got to do funerals in the day? Is that how it works? Probably. And probably because it's hot to dig holes in the day in the blinding sunlight. The West Virginia heat. Was West Virginia particularly hot? I don't know. Could they... I don't know. Dig in the afternoon. They might have funerals in the afternoon. No, outside after COB. Yeah. I don't know if it was ever specified at night. I think it was dark enough that they looked at a, at something flying past them in the sky. And were convinced it was a Mothman. Like, it's, like, it's like a bloke. Yeah. <laughs> was that a bloke that just flew past? So they, they thought they saw a, a Mothman, basically. Yeah. Wouldn't you first a man-sized ass- moth. Wouldn't your first assumption seeing a bloke fly past you be like, oh, told you we should have dug over that gas main. <laughs> <laughs> so they saw a man-sized moth. Yeah. And then... Two- Large, big wingspan... Big glowing red eyes. Yeah, legs like a like a man. Uh, I don't know about those guys. Mm. I did read some other people who said that it ran and then took off. Yeah, but it wasn't a good runner. Right, clumsy runner. It's more more of a flyer than a runner. Yeah, so probably legs, but shit ones. Yeah, although a lot of the photos, or not photos, sorry, drawings, had pretty muscular legs. They just might not have been built for bipedal motion. The next sightings after that are all people who are clearly uh, getting massively parked. They're doing some parking. Right. Nothing is sus. Just <laughs> driving out to the old TNT factory to have Yeah, a chat. it was like abandoned factories and stuff. Yeah. And then they would see uh, someone come and attack them and then fly yeah. away. Um, one of them was clearly being hoaxed where like her brother – it was her and her brother and her brother convinced her to go see, like, let's go find it. Yeah. Let's go drive around this abandoned factory and find this mothman. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, of course they did. And, like, they had this freaky occurrence where they, you know, they saw this someone, man-sized moth, attack them and jump on the hood and fly away. Yeah. It's like that did not happen. He either had his mate trick you or you guys just made it up. Yeah. yeah. Now, one of the... One of the things that uh, marks a Mothman sighting mm-hmm. is that it's always, right, always like a precursor to some sort of disaster. Well, there was only one disaster, right, in Point Well, Pleasant? that's what you would think. Oh, really? Well, are we getting ahead of ourselves? We need to yeah. get, Sud- get suddenly, through Point Pleasant. Suddenly, who didn't do any research? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Point Pleasant's where it started, though. Yeah. 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 Shall we so, Let's say what the disaster in Point Pleasant yeah. was. So December 67, the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant collapses, mm. killing 46 people, and after which the Mothman not seen again in Point Pleasant. So in the lead-up there was like 100 sightings, 100 alleged sightings. Mm. Uh, there was also many UFO sightings mm. at around this time as well. At one, one guy uh, on this documentary I watched said that basically – you just see UFOs every day. They just wander outside, have a look at the UFOs. Right. Uh, they were even more common than Mothman sightings. Look, don't know if I believe him on that one, but that's allegedly what was going on at the time. They also had a lot of MIB were in the area, apparently. Yep. People reported being visited by mysterious men in black. Yep. Uh, but possibly something otherworldly about these visits. You know, the traditional men in black, the uh, like the federal agency coming out to, you know, question you about your your alien sighting, mm. reassure you that it was just gas, you know, just gas, just a weather balloon. Mm. Uh, some reports of like people whose faces you couldn't really remember. Right. That sort of thing. Mm. Will Smith. 
said to be seven to seven feet to eight feet tall, the actual Mothman. Mm-hmm. Fifteen feet wingspan. Yep. Was was a some of some of the people were saying it was kind of varied on that. Some people said it was eight feet wingspan. I was fifteen feet huge mm. for a wingspan. How many meters is that? Fifteen feet worth of meters. Hi, it's a bunch of meters. It's a lot of meters. Uh, it's like four meters, maybe. Yeah, four four and a half meters. Mm. So yeah, that they all went on like that was just happening everywhere. They mm. reckon like a hundred, a hundred of them, and then this bridge collapses. Mm. There what? was also there was a, an alien encounter. Oh really? Of Indrid Cold. Oh yeah. Was the alien? Yeah. So this guy was driving along one night, and he saw he could see a car behind him in his rearview mirror, and he thought, oh, I better slow it down a little bit, mm. in case it's the jacks. Yeah. Mm. The car comes zooming up behind him, then overtakes him, parks on the road in front of him. He, he realises, hang on a second, that's no car. That's only a bloody spaceship. A bloke gets out, a grinning man, mm-hmm. like with a creepy grin. Yeah, that's that's eerie. You don't <laughs> ever want to see just this creepy grinning dude. <laughs> Spaceships, fine. Yeah, creepy, creepy grins. Grins yeah. coming out of him. Uh, he comes walking over with his uh, hands tucked underneath his arms. Uh, which in a description I saw of it, he's precisely salty. Like this? Yeah. Mm. So like arms folded yeah, high so you can't see his hands. Yeah. Although I saw someone recounting this on like a YouTube video that I think was supposed to be uh, spreading the word of positive alien encounters because mm. they're like, you know, the negative alien encounters get all the publicity. We've got to remember there's good aliens out there. The way this was being described, they're like, oh, you know, they put their hands under their arms as if to say, I don't have any weapons. Like if someone gets out of their spaceship, in fr- if someone firstly pulls me over on the road and then comes walking towards me grinning with their hands tucked under their arms, my first thought isn't going to be, oh, you've got no weapons. My first thought is he's got weapons. Yeah. If, if I had my arms like this, it would be because I'm holding onto two pistolas under my arms. Yeah. yeah. And I'm about to swing around and... <laughs> Or alien, blah, 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 blah. alien lasers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a designer song. <laughs> so this guy walks over, telepathically talking to the bloke in the car, uh, tells him that his name's Cold. Uh, not to worry. It's all cool. He asks him what the city is up ahead. He says where I'm from. That's called a gathering. They have a little chat. He goes off in his way. This really long, like, radio interview uh, with the guy about it from mm. the time, which also uh, it's weird because the interviewer refers to that other radio show that we talked about in the like the Crowley, uh, sorry, the LeVay show. He refers to that guy, right? He's like, you know, on that radio show, they have <laughs> these crazy guys on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, you're not that different. Mm. But yeah, a lot of stuff going on. And um, then the bridge collapses. So on the bridge collapse, one of the things I said I saw said that it was an unexplained bridge collapse. Mm. Uh, it's not. It's very much explained. It's just a really old bridge that hadn't been maintained and was be- like so it collapsed at peak hour and it wasn't um, designed to carry that much weight. Yeah. I also saw in this thing there was a photo, like a grainy photo with a zoomed in. Uh, insert was like Mothman question mark and it was like a little creature and they zoomed in. Then in the bottom right of the photo it had reconstruction. <laughs> <laughs> there was a thing I read because you mentioned that after the bridge collapsed, no more Mothman. Mm. I read a thing that said 
perhaps the population of Mothmen in that area actually lived under the bridge. Oh, okay. Oh. And were crushed when it collapsed. Or they were commuting to and from work at the time. Yeah, on the underside. Yeah. Because it's not bridge isn't built to carry heaps of traffic. It's certainly not also built to carry the weight of a population of Mothman under it. It'll be a when they're rocking fifteen foot wingspans. <laughs> um, Before we talk about any other Mothman encounters, mm. just a couple of other things I've found. Point Pleasant, bit of a monster hub. Ooh. There was apparently a giant eel spotted mm. in a lake. Like a 15-foot-long eagle eel. Eels get pretty long. Yeah, not that long, mate. I don't know. No, no, no. 15 foot? Yeah. Twice as long as me and a bit. If it's not 15 foot, it's 50 foot. It was monster compared to the size of normal right, eels. Right, So they've caught 20-foot eels before? Yeah. Well, it was well, a 50-foot eel then. So yeah, probably, probably 100 feet. Yeah, 200-foot eel. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was a woman who... A 29-year-old resident at Point Pleasant who was at home one night and heard her doorbell ring. Mm. She went, had a look out the uh, little peephole and there was a couple of kids standing on her porch. Oh, Mm. no. I don't like where this is going. She was like, oh, that's a bit weird. Is it? It was about 11 o'clock at night. All right. Two kids. Uh, She couldn't see the face of the two boys standing there, so she went outside to find out what they want, looked at them, just gets frozen with terror. Black eyes. <gasps> Completely bl- black eyes. The black-eyed children. Black-eyed children. They said they had black eyes and skin the color of milk. And they said, we need food in like a robotic kind of fashion, looking down at their feet. Mm. She thinks they were maybe looking down to try and not let her see their eyes. To not freak her out because it's not work. Your eyes are creepy. Didn't yeah. work. She'd already seen it, so she slammed it all around inside. Uh, no more knocks on the the door, so she went back to have a another little sneaky look through the peephole. Oh, no. And as she looks through the peephole, the kids are still there, and they both look directly at her, like they mm. could sense she was behind the door. Whoa! She continued looking at them, and then this eerie green glow surrounded them. And in seconds, they were replaced by a pair of what she described as large, upright lizards. Eight foot tall, completely naked, I guess with lizard skin. Mm. Long protruding jaws with razor sharp teeth. Could you see their lizard dongers? Doesn't say. Okay. Um, they just stood there for about 20 seconds. And then the whole porch area was enveloped in blackness. And they were gone. I feel like if you can do that. That whole like shape shifting lizard scenario. What do you shape shift into something less creepy? The yeah. black eyed children. They don't know, mate. Or shape shift into just something that's better at getting food and just knocking at a rando's What's door. What's better at getting food than a lost, desperate child? Lost child. A criminal that's going to break into a supermarket would be very good at getting food. Uh, yeah. yeah unless, okay. unless Chicken Man fucking stops him in the car park and steals it back. <laughs> Robbo, where the good callback. <laughs> Can I just, I just want to know, Robbo. Yeah. When you hear about some black-eyed children who are really wizards, yes, at your door, yes, that want food, saying we want food. Do you think they're there? They're like, oh, we just want a couple of digestives. 
Yeah. You, oh, can you make us a sandwich? Do you think that's the sort of food they're after? Do you think that's what their real agenda is? Got, so any, they, got any hobnobs in? They, <laughs> they, they didn't. They have a hidden agenda. They didn't want the lady though. Why do you think that? Because she came out, and then they then they bloody buggered off. Maybe they needed to be let in or something. Vampire rules. Yeah, we don't know what rules they're operating under. Vampire. There's no way they're operating under vampire rules. Uh, where do you think vampire rules come from? Vampires. Yeah, when do you? Vampires aren't real. Clearly, they're based on something. Okay, then try again. Don't like they just. And then they didn't. There's no record of them popping up and eating anyone. No one got eaten. No one got their blood sucked. We don't know what they're up to. But she thought she thought about calling the police, and then was like, "No, nah, that's just going to add to my problems." So she just packed the bag and took off. Oh, she bailed out of the, the town. Yeah. Well, she left her home. Spent the next three days at her mum's house. Right. Like that makes if you that, it makes sense to me that if you're a shape shifting lizard, and you maybe you do need food, or you you know just need to be let in so you can scope out what a human house looks like or whatever your agenda is, wouldn't you shapeshift into a little kid who people are going to – you've worked out from watching people are going to want to help? Yeah. You just haven't watched enough to know, oh, you've got to get the eyes right. Yeah, just because you don't have the tiny little details of being able to reconstruct an eyeball. Yeah. No, I don't buy it. I don't don't think this happened. (laughs) As opposed to you two. Agree to disagree. (laughs) Yeah. any more creepy occurrences around the town? Uh, no, that was the two from Point Pleasant. So I had a, cu- a couple of things um, about this particular one. Yep. There's two investigators called John and Tim Frick and they kind of pop up quite a bit as an investigator in this whole op- operation. Yep. The Frick brothers? Yep. Do you think their last name used to be Fuck? And they were like, <laughs> we've got to change this. Uh, I tried to watch them like do a talk at a Mothman convention. Oh, They're yep. kind of heavily involved Interestingly enough, they're heavily involved in the annual Mothman celebration, which happens right. now in Point Pleasant. And they quite often play Men in Black. They dress up as Men in Black. Right. And as a result of that, they've been given like bit parts and movies and documentaries <laughs> as Men in Black. Um, but they gave like the talk they were doing was just like a slideshow of like, and here's a photo of us in Point Pleasant. Here's a photo of John Keel. So John Keel wrote a book about the Mothman. Yeah, the Mothman Prophecies. Yep. Later turned into a movie starring. One Richard Keel. Sure did. Uh, and he's like, here's a picture of Richard Keel. Uh, we found this one on Google Maps. You can see him standing outside his house. Like, guys, get better gear. <laughs> anyway, they were saying they met with John Keel one time. And during when the Mothman uh, whole thing was happening and when the bridge collapsed, that day John Keel allegedly was in New York and met a friend of his. Found out a couple months later that friend had died. He believes Mothman caused a time slip, caused buddy time to just go all screwy. Right. Things were happening all over the world that shouldn't have happened. Bridge collapsed, undead friend comes back, and that's what got him starting investigating and writing the book. Mm. So he was meeting. He was meeting with a friend who had died months earlier. Yeah. So he met. He met this friend. I, I think maybe he chance meeting or whatever, and then. Mm. Found out later on that. Oh, he actually yeah, he died. died yeah. Like when Month the Fonz was reminiscing about the 50s in the final season of Happy Days, and he gives that girl a ride. And then later, when he goes to return her scarf, he finds out that she died back in the 50s, the age she pined for. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let's just like that. Then you find out the whole of Happy Days was just a fucking <laughs> Alzheimer's dream going on in the Fonz's head in some nursing home. Um, How good would that have been? <laughs> just final scene cut to an elderly Fonz. Yeah. Fucking just dementia and out in the nursing home. <laughs> uh, also happening in Point Pleasant, um, one guy claimed that he said that around that time construction workers had been using uh, welding tanks to fill up balloons with helium and then mm. tying torches to them and just sending them off onto the sky just to prank people. Yeah. Right. So, so that, that could claim some of the uh, – explain some of the Mothman sightings. You, they could explain some of the UFOs, I think. Yeah, could explain probably a lot of things. I, I also – so are we going to get into a bit of debunking? Well, do you want to go into other Mothman things? I would like to take you 20 years into the future. To the year 2038. No, no, the 20 years into the future from the year 1966. Oh, yeah. Yep, 1986. Yep. Just say you're uh, you're living in... Ukraine? Ukraine. Sure. And you're like on your way to work down at the old nuclear power plant. Sounds like a safe situation to me. Yep. Suddenly, whoa, what is that? What is that? Large man-sized black creature with glowing red eyes nicknamed the Blackbird of Chernobyl. <gasps> Suddenly, we all know what happened in Chernobyl in 86. Yeah. Boom. Just say you're off to work at another power plant. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how far, but maybe about 20 years in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Japan. 2006. Mm-hmm. 20 years plus a little bit more in the future. Yep. Yep. Every 20 years. Plus give a little take, bit. Give or take a bit. <laughs> uh, Mothman sightings in Fukushima as well. Mm. Were there before? Uh, no. No. So the Chernobyl one actually uh, came out of the movie apparently. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So no one had mentioned that happening in Chernobyl. The movie, I think, I, I was going to watch the movie but I didn't get around to it, uh, I think has – sort of other various sightings throughout yeah. the world as part of the story and Chernobyl is one of them. Right. And then suddenly that becomes a part thing. of actual story. Yeah. Mm. How does that explain <laughs> <laughs> what year did that movie come out? 2002. Really? Yeah. Haven't after that come out after 9-11? I think so. People well, thought what? they could see the Mothman's face in the smoke and dust in 9-11. I remember some of the dust gear around 9 11. Yeah, you could see like a devil face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see a bit of paradoia going on. Yeah. But this, this was saying that people had apparently seen a large crane like creature five days before the 9 11 attacks. Mm. Big, weird bird looking thing. Yeah, right. When I think crane, I think a white bird. Mm. But well, a crane was also seen a month before a bridge collapse in Minnesota. 2007. Jeez. The I-35 bridge collapsed. People had apparently seen a large crane-like creature around there too. Wow. So that's similar to, I guess, in Mount Pleasant. They have this Point Pleasant. Pleasant. Point Pleasant, sorry. They have the Sandhill Heron, which is kind of a crane, kind of a bird, mm. which is quite big. They're with, like With red eyes. Yes. Don't, <laughs> uh, it doesn't have red eyes? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, just quickly, do we want to talk about um, – Chicago as well. Sure. 
So there have been recent sightings in Chicago. I'll just well. get all of this out before I was like, it's just birds. Yeah. <laughs> go on, though. Uh, I, had, I had one more oh, okay, from before. <clears throat> 2009, a tall hairy man was reported to be seen in La Junta, La Junta, La Juanta. Mm-hmm. Cut that last one in. Yep. <laughs> uh, in Mexico, a large, tall, hairy man with expensive black wings and bloodshot eyes. Chased a student apparently, and it occurred right around the same time as a massive swine flu outbreak. Cool. Did this also occur around like spring break? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. Um. So recently in Chicago, there has been a lot of. Well, in the last maybe twenty years, there's been a lot of sightings around Chicago. Mm. Weirdly enough, they're all being reported to the paper. Uh, and there's an article in Vice about it recently. But weirdly enough, they've been all reported to the paper by Lon Strickler. Also happens to have a couple of books out about the subject mm-hmm. uh, and a website about the subject. website looks like he built it in 1998. Right. Uh, so he's got nothing writing on it. Not at all. Um, he doesn't think they're – he's saying they're not drones, they're not large birds. Um, he says his BS meter is pretty good, but he's still not sure what they are. Um, he thinks they might be extra – Extra dimensional travelers of some type. Oh yeah, yeah. And he doesn't. He's got a pretty good BS meter, so yeah, I trust him. Yeah, um, makes sense though. If they're from another dimension, hmm. he says there's been a, a stigma attached to these flying hum- humanoids. Yeah, the, well, the stigma that if you say you've seen a flying humanoid, people think you're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> um, that they're a harbinger of something bad to come. Then people use it as an excuse for something that happens. I don't really want to predict anything that's going to happen in Chicago, so he's not saying it's. Gonna anything bad's gonna happen in Chicago, but he's like, I'm duty bound to report, yeah, on the facts, but I don't want the corrupt councilman of Chicago blaming their lack of bridge maintenance yeah. on <laughs> extra dimensional beings. Uh, someone else has the theory that they're Anunnaki spies, yep, in Chicago. I tried to look that up, and there was no like elaboration on it. They tried to tie it in with um, some Egyptian gods. But it didn't really make any sense. None of these Egyptian gods they were tying it into were winged. So mm. um, he also there was also a call from the Mothman into a radio station uh, <laughs> saying, <laughs> "What does the Mothman have to get say? Get back, Harry. It's me, the Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm sick of my character being besmirched uh, in popular <laughs> fo- popular fiction. <laughs> it wasn't funny enough to write any, anything down. Mm. Uh, and then I found a, a top ten before we get into." Your explanations, what birds or whatever you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, Is this going to be a Letterman style top 10? Mm, oh, I wish I had thought of it properly. This vlog's going to so he's like, oh, there was nothing good on the radio, but he's still decided to become a weird breakfast radio. <laughs> 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 top 10 uh, explanations. First one, owl. Boing, <laughs> <laughs> boing. Uh, second, alien. Third, thunderbird. Which is a Native American bird. Thunderbird, yeah. Yeah, watch the Thunderbirds poll. Four is a mutant bird. Yep. Five, angel. Right. Yep. Yep. Six. I think you're probably counting down. Yeah, you probably should have because then you would have ended up with the bird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I've got a four, hoax. Three, faulty perception. Yep. Two, Wait, I've got my numbers mixed up. Yeah, could you have picked them all? Cooked. 
one to ten. It's the simplest way to count. One to ten. Wait, I should have done it the other way around. I'll just start counting the numbers back the way I came from. <laughs> let's let's start that countdown again. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't he didn't swap around on five though. He swapped on. I six. know, and then I got confused. So you want to hear the the top ten possible ex- yep. explanations? The top ten probable explanations. Look, yep. Counting down from number ten. Yeah, as read by. John Malkovich. <laughs> uh, number 10, Owl. Mm. Number nine, Aliens. Yep. Number eight, Thunderbird. You can probably so, you can breeze through the ones you've already done. A myth- oh, no, I'm going to eat it. He's going to cut it. He's going to cut, cut that it. bit of gold. Yeah, oh. Don't cut the gold. I'll see what happens. And now you're going to leave it how stupid you I've are. Lo- I've lost my count now. Thunderbirds. Seven, Mutant Bird. Yeah. Yep. Six, Angel. Angel. Five is a hoax. Faulty perception is four. A man with wings is three, which is kind of what the Mothman is supposed to be anyway. The explanation for the Mothman. Man with wings. Uh, Two, flying machine. Mm -hmm. And unknown. So they copped out on one. He said, oh, we don't know. It could be anything. It could be anything. Um. A couple of quick arguments before for uh, it could be Mothman. This is from a Discovery Channel documentary. Uh, mass hysteria has been ruled out of this, right? How's it? Because it's and been not by me. Because <laughs> it's been seen by more than a hundred people. That's Isn't that the very, very mass. Well, <laughs> the very definition of mass. Hysteria. That's like hyper mass hysteria. <laughs> you tell that to Discovery Channel. <laughs> Mega mass hysteria. That's literally what mass hysteria is. <laughs> All these people have seen it. Not mass hysteria. <laughs> Uh, and this rando on YouTube, uh, he believes, well, he says the most believed theory is that Mothman is some kind of prophetic creature, which yep. is why he turns up before events. Yeah, like a harbinger of death. Yep. So, Cam, what do you got? What do you think? Some sort of bird. It's birds. All right. So, there's a bird that's local to Point Pleasant. It's got big wings this, and glowing red, like red eyes. The Sandhill Heron. Yeah. So some of it's that. There's also... And its eyes probably do reflect in yeah. light. Yeah. Uh, there's also at the TNT factory, the apparent make-out point mm. of Point Pleasant, uh, a lot of owls. Yeah, the, so the they, barred owl they call them. They think it was probably some of those were being spotted as well. And they're quite big. They're like four and a half feet tall. Yeah. There is a theory, though, that uh, an owl could have mutated from stuff at the TNT plant. Because mm. uh. there are sealed. So the TNT plant was abandoned and there's sealed, like, chambers. Yeah. Which I think they just house explosives. But people are like, they house explosives, but they could be housing other things. Yeah. Mm. Mothmen. Owl bears. Owl bears. So I think the most likely thing is like a combination of different birds. Uh, but that doesn't explain black-eyed children, doesn't explain all of the UFOs. What does explain all of the UFOs is one of like the UFOologists that was very much involved in this. Yeah. Uh, is I think on the record as being a massive hoaxer. Like he's, said, he's made comments in the past like, uh, you know, I just like to... Yeah, it causes a bit of trouble. <laughs> that is kind of a running theme, as we've discovered with ufologists, is they're partial to a sneaky hoax yeah. <laughs> every now and then. Also, the John Keel uh, mm. famously got phone calls from Indrid Cold. Mm. 
Uh, it's depicted in the Richard Gear movie. He gets a, like a phone call where this voice on the other end of the phone is like telling him like exactly what he's doing, and he he pulls a book out and he says, "What's on page fifty, whatever of this book?" And Indrid Cold reads it out. He's reading his mind. Oh. Uh, apparently, some guy was just like prank calling John Keel. It was like one of these UFO <laughs> guys was like, "Oh, that would be funny." Goes in the book. Goes in the movie. Becomes. You know, accepted fact. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier, they do have a festival every year that's been going, I think, for almost 20 years now. Yeah. Uh, and they've got a statue of the Mothman. Yeah, they definitely yeah. managed to monetize that uh, bridge collapse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that tragedy. Um, but the, the statue is actually pretty cool. He's got like mm. almost butterfly wings rather than moth yeah. wings. Mm. And well, moths are basically just hobo butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go to the festival. I bet it's a lot of fun. Mm. The Frick Brothers dressing up in Men in Black. I did discover the other day in Kentucky every year there is a convention called CryptidCon. Please, someone give us some money to go there. And yes, I would like to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the funnest thing. Mm. Lots of big feet, big feet researchers. Yeah. Probably some Mothman, Mothman Do they gear. call it CryptidCon or they, they shorten it like? No, it's CryptidCon, I think. Comic-Con, CryptCon. Did you find anything about... People turn up in blue bandanas. Hey, what? <laughs> when I saw the statue, I thought, surely someone is sus on the statue. Like, you know, the like the bull at the airport, at the Denver International Airport. Mm. Surely there's someone who's going to be like, why have they put up a statue? Because it's a fun little homage. And I think because it's tied into something they all believe in. Like just, the Denver Airport, it's not a bull, it's a horse. Mustang. Yeah, yeah, with a flaming angry asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're, they're rubbing it right in our faces. Devils amongst us. What other business do we have? All right. Any other business? QAnon, I think, is definitely uh, pulled in the, the weird voicemail thing. Oh, so QAnon, we haven't, they were kicked off Reddit. Yeah, oh, that's right. Their subreddit got banned. Yeah, so I haven't really been keeping up to date. Uh, Jason Wilson has been following them on their Discord mm. and said it's gotten really cooked. Yep. Uh, but knowing the level of internet ability, ability yeah. I can't savvy. imagine they've all managed to migrate to the Discord. No. Actually, yeah, that does seem weird. Yeah. I, yeah. So something that's been going on, I'm going to see if I can relate this fluidly. So what, I was watching a video about, uh, the voicemail stuff last night mm. and I noticed I was watching it on like the YouTube app on my TV and I noticed that like all of the related videos were Russian. Right. I was like, that's weird. But it was like weird Russian like like little kids doing sketches but like quite well produced. But it was I was like, I wish this was in English because I'm sure this is all really normal. But they had like the creepiest little doll was part of it, like a really scary oh, little yeah. doll. But there was also part of it where they showed her phone and she's clearly one of the girls in it is clearly some sort of Ukrainian uh, social media celebrity. Right. But I'm watching this thing and they're in this like really nice house doing some sort of sketch. One of them's dressed up as like a, a nonna or something. She's up to no good. She's eating candy, pinning it on some other girl. In the house there was like a CCTV camera on the wall, hmm. which was really incongruous, like really weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's Like just in the living room they had a CCTV camera. That is really like common in America. Is it? Well. Yeah, shit, yeah. 
there's I've seen like on Reddit you quite often see someone like hey look what happened in my house and it'll just be footage of him like you know a guy and his wife sitting there and the dog will do something funny mm. and then I'll go into the comments like why the hell is there a camera in their house yeah. and you get down like right on the bottom of the page and people are like why the hell is there a camera in your house like you want you want to be safe in your house yeah what's wrong with you people. It was one of those things where I was like, I bet if this was in English, I'm sure this would all be normal. <laughs> but just because it's in, it was in Ukrainian or whatever, I was like, what is going on? And then like all of the related videos of that were cooked. But the thing is, there's been a bit of stuff about YouTube in the past week. Yes. Uh, one story that came out was about conspiracy videos on the YouTube Kids app. Mm. So... This is sort of relying on the kids being woke to start with and searching for... David Eck. <laughs> well, I think if you search for like the moon landing or something, uh, which, you know, a kid might do if they mm. were, wanted to be see Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Hey, mum, have you ever been on the moon? Look it up. No. See? Yeah. They're lying to you. <laughs> Getting the kids woke. I'm on board. But yeah, uh, there was like David Eck videos on the YouTube kids. There was flat earth stuff. There was moon landing hoax stuff. Uh, after the article came out, YouTube like took that all that stuff out, but then they're like, "Oh, we columbered you." There's actually heaps more. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that um, has come up in the past week or so is in the UK there are like there's some sort of parliamentary inquiry into social media going on, mm. and one of the things that came up was uh, YouTube like had to send someone in to be questioned about why there was heaps of Nazi stuff, like heaps of British first stuff still on YouTube after they'd been prescribed. Uh, and basically they're like, oh, sorry, we suck. Mm. But there was also questions about why are people getting recommended like this extremist material? Yeah, yeah. And that's been a big thing that's been coming up a lot more. I've noticed people talking about uh, like the way that YouTube can sort of radicalise a person because mm. you'll – click on something reasonably innocuous and then it'll have like weird stuff in their suggested videos. It's, it is interesting seeing what you get suggested. If I search, say, for a skateboarding video, mm. I'll get recommended for you based on all my skateboarding previous videos. Mm. And if I search for a music vid, it will come up with that. And then conspiracy, I just get all the cooked stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of imagine it works like Spotify as well. Like if you've watched a video and someone else watched that video, then it will kind of connect other videos that that person's liked and say, hey, maybe you'll like this video. Yeah. This is something I've noticed a lot. I think I think this is something I've noticed happening to myself that makes more sense for me. And if you weren't using the internet the same way that I am, you might see this same thing happening mm. and think it's a bit weirder. So I'll, uh, I'll cruise into the old Reddit videos uh, Subreddit. Look on look on some funny vids. If I'm bored, yeah. <clears throat> see what's see what's hot. See what the, the hot new vid on the on the web is. Yeah. And something that's gonna go viral, you're right on there. You'll click on one of those, some cat video or whatever, and then in the suggest, yeah. <laughs> in the suggested videos, there'll be all this dumb shit like SJWs or like SJW cringe fails. Yeah. University kids cringing at university, shutting down free speech. And yeah. I look at that, I'm like, well, fair enough. A bunch of Reddit dickheads have been watching those and they've watched this same video I have. Mm. That makes sense. I feel like what I see people talking about is they're going online and clicking on the hot new cat video and they're seeing all of this 
weird semi alt right stuff popping up. Yeah. And they're like, why is that happening? I think a lot of people are trying to game the algorithms as well. Mm. So like, you know, when you get you finish a video and it comes up with the six suggested panels in the middle of it there and quite often they're like completely unrelated, but they're like the cringe fail videos or whatever. And they're just people that have trying to game it as much as they can to monetize their vids, right? Mm. So I imagine that's maybe a similar thing at play. Who knows? Um, one of the things that's really annoyed people is uh, conspiracy vids on their kids app while they're taking down conspiracy channels on YouTube. They're like, oh, they can go on the kids app, but they can't. <laughs> yeah, they just got, they've just got algorithms that are going out of control. The other thing that's happening with conspiracy videos on YouTube is they're going to start putting stuff from Wikipedia yeah. onto people's conspiracy videos. Like Sourced. Putting the real facts. Do you know what's really problematic about the, all this? Mm. We rely on those videos for content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that they're shutting them down, and like the Q subreddit, for example, mm. like that's half of my gear. Do you have to draw? Are we being driven underground into Discord? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I literally, like, if I need gear to tweet or whatever, Q and all, Q subreddit, boom. Now mm. I'm like, oh, what? Got to know the secret, the secret knock to get in. Yeah. Mm. Uh, any other news? Uh, yeah, so the other sort of social media thing that's come out was about Cambridge Analytica. Mm. Now, Robbo, are you across this? Yes, quite a lot. Is that what has happened in the past week that uh, is new besides what we talked about a year ago? Well, so Cambridge Analytica have been... There's a guy with pink hair, I know that. Yeah, um, but they've been found... So there's a whole lot of... They were working with Facebook basically a lot closer than we always thought. So they weren't just like a rando that signed up for Facebook ads. Mm. They had access and gained access to a lot of Facebook content that most people don't have access to. Um, and I think they end up being a customer of Facebook or like money exchange hands. I think that's all kind of coming to light. The other part of that is... But that's not... So, that's really similar to what we already knew. So the original story was that they had an app Mm. a Facebook app that was running this personality test mm. and that then they'd taken that information and back then an app on Facebook had access to all that information. Mm. Yeah. But they'd like... I think I think that was kind of more Facebook sanctioned but like than the, previously realised. That, that app was signed up with Facebook as like an official like academic app. <laughs> yeah. But I think... So Facebook were more complicit in actually knowing what they were doing with the information right. than what we were led to believe. The other part of that is there was a Channel 4 sting on Cambridge Analytica that came out today right? where they like recorded some representatives from Cambridge Analytica saying, you know, we've basically manipulated elections all around the world. Yeah. He listed the countries. He's like, you want Ukrainian girls. What, what we like to do is get some Ukrainian girls in there and like, uh, you know, do basically honeypot them um, and then, you know, get, get dirt on politicians that way and then. Um, yeah, I think that was new stuff. Yeah. The general thing about manipulating elections, that was what they were claiming. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. they were openly saying they yeah. could do. I, I think part of the reason that where this story that's come out is basically what we already knew is because that original story was like in German and then it only appeared in Vice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still don't – I think there's still, and I'm probably very much in the minority of this and I don't have anything to back it, base it on – 
I think they're overstating their abilities. No, heaps of people say that. Oh, do they? That's okay. that's a big thing that's come out. Is people saying, "Well, actually, because the whole meeting like looks so amateurish. It's mm. like, yeah, we can get Ukrainian girls. Like, yeah, that's how we do it. It's like, yeah, you just seem like shifty salesmen rather than shady spies. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's the best kind of spy. <laughs> <laughs> Any other gear? I think that's it. I did see like, oh. One thing that makes me suss on this new thing is like the pink-haired guy posted a screenshot of his Facebook had been uh, suspended. Yeah. And he's like, oh, how's that? I whistle blow and they shut down my Facebook. That's like probably because you are massively in the news and uh, like a thousand people just tried to like password reset your account. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think there's still a lot more to come out about Cambridge Analytica. I think there's a lot more to come out about. There's obviously still more to come out about Russia. Donald Trump is ramping up. He fired the deputy of the FBI this week. This was that was this week. Yeah. We've just forgotten about it already. <laughs> um, he's done so many other things. So yeah, watch this space. Mm. It'll be the Russians. Mark my bloody words. <laughs> Bye, Jingo. <laughs> Robo's on it. We're. Do people want to find you on the internet, Cam? Uh, they can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. You can find me gathered around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast. You can get me at Ale of a Time, uh, aleofatime.com. That's about it. Now that these egomaniacs are out of the way, you can find us at hypotheticalinstitute.com or on Facebook, Hypothetical Institute. Hypothetical. On Twitter, Hypothepod. I'm just assuming they're already loyal listeners. Jump on Redbubble, buy some stuff. Yep. And then you can find me on... Oh, I know. We're done. Good. <laughs> At Saltmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook. Check out the Tohida Patreon, especially if you're a Coheed and Cambria fan. Ooh. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 Which, let's not forget where all of the aliens are Don't worry about a thing Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them Why don't you open your eyes?